first have patience and definitely um, just make memories with your kids, um, instill values in them and just teach them and help them grow and learn um, during this time. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The Stew on this podcast. And this one is a special episode uh, for two reasons. First of all, we have found ourselves in definitely interesting times as the coronavirus, the COVID-19 pandemic has definitely uh, just went crazy all over the world right now, which is causing most of you probably that are listening to this, I'm assuming, to work from home and uh, try out new things and you know, doing life in a whole new way. Uh, the other reason why this episode is so special is because since we have found ourselves during uh, this COVID-19 pandemic, uh, I actually brought my wife Melissa onto today's episode uh, just to kind of talk about one one that, uh, thing that I know is a passion of hers, which is to uh, eventually one day be a stay-at-home mom working from home and and whatnot, and this has definitely provided a little bit of a glimpse as to what that would look like. So, I've brought my wife on to kind of talk about what the experience has been like, and just kind of shoot the breeze, if it were. So, uh, let me introduce you all to my wife, Melissa. Babe, welcome. Thank you. I'm so excited to be on this podcast with you tonight, as it's just something that I've been wanting to do, and I've just been waiting for this opportunity to just come on here and kind of get my voice out there as your wife, as a lot of people don't know who I am, what I do. Um, so yeah, I'm excited. Yep, this is going to be a lot of fun. Well, you guys might recall from the uh, December episode when I was talking about, man, what do you teach your kids when it comes to, uh, do you celebrate Santa Claus? Do you not celebrate Santa Claus? Uh, Melissa and I now as at the recording of this episode, and by the time that you guys hear it, uh, today she turned 11 months old, so we're getting closer and closer to having a one-year-old, and she's working on her walking and what whatnot right now. So it's really weird to think that soon we're going to have a toddler in this house, and she's going to be causing even more trouble. But um, all that being said, babe, I know that it has been a passion of yours uh, to eventually be a stay-at-home mom. Um, and, and just spend more time with Micah, especially as you and I continue to talk about expanding our family team and whatnot. And, uh, you know, I said in the very beginning of this that the time that we're in now uh, with COVID running rapid, that you've gotten a glimpse as to what that might look like. And, and not fully because I've been at home working with you, but, uh, you know, kind of tell us what you've been experiencing during this time. Yeah, so um, I've actually been working from home um, with my work since March 13th. Um, I wasn't feeling too well before all this started and before my work officially went to teleworking on the 17th. 
So I've been home since March 13th, uh, working full-time at my job at the U.S. Anti-Doping Agency um, and trying to be a stay-at-home mom at the same time, or not stay-at-home mom, but kind of caring for Micah um, while I'm working full-time. Um, it's been quite the adventure, I'll say that. Um, like Stuart mentioned, you know, he has been home with me since then, and so it's been really helpful to kind of tag team caring for Micah, making sure she gets fed and put her down for naps and do playtime with her. Um, and she just is so much fun to be around. Um, it has been a definite challenge <laughs> trying to play with her on the floor and trying to work on my laptop and she'll come over and she'll pull down the laptop screen and just want to see what I'm doing and bang on my laptop, you know, but um, throughout it all, um, I'm so blessed to have this opportunity that my work um, is allowing us to work from home and be safe and um, take care of our families um, during this crazy time right now. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, I think that it's been really interesting for both of us working from home and taking care of Micah uh, at the same time, because you definitely have your responsibilities that you still have to get done for USADA and, you know, working for the church. Um, I think that I have noticed even more so now I'm probably busier than I was beforehand because uh, we've been forced to venture off into this digital world of ministry um, and making sure that we're staying connected with those who are part of our church and those who are part of our young adult ministry. Um, so it's actually got me making those connections and posting something and doing videos pretty much every single day. Um, and so, you know, we're, we both have our responsibilities and yet we do have a 11 month old girl who is so fascinated with the gadgets that we have with us yeah, that she is, yeah, that we got to use in order to do our job. Um, so can you kind of speak into what have been some of the, the challenges during this time for you? Um, I would definitely say um, getting projects accomplished has been one of the challenges. Um, a lot of what I'm working on right now requires having to do a lot of um, check on translations with policies um, in my department. And so it really requires 100% of my focus to make sure that, you know, a tr Japanese or Korean translation of our, you know, policy is being edited and, um, you know, accurately looked at. And so something like that, that takes 100% of my focus is really hard to work on um, as Mike is trying to climb all over me or climb over my computer or just wanting to be held by me or get cuddles. <laughs> and so that's definitely been a challenge is trying to um, have that balance of like working on those projects um, that require 100% of my focus while she's napping. Um, and the moment that I put her down, I like totally plug into those 100% focus projects, you know, put my headphones in, put on a podcast. Um, or put on a show and just, you know, dive right in and just take advantage of the time that I have when she's sleeping. And then when she's awake, I really try to um, give her more attention, but try to not um, work on a project that de de demands all my time. So maybe during that time, I'll work on emails and something that's less demanding so I can be there for her if she needs me and um, a time like that. So I would say that's probably the biggest challenge is trying to balance that time of when she's awake versus when she's asleep. But then I think I would say another challenge is trying to balance your time. Like you mm -hmm. mentioned, a lot of the things that you're doing right now require more of your time, more editing videos and doing live videos and um, doing um, 
FaceTiming and Zoom calls with people. Um, and then with me still having to do my meetings, you know, with USADA, we're trying to have to figure out schedules to see, all right, I have a meeting at this time. When do you have a call with Everlast, you know, young adults and kind mm-hmm. of balancing that out, I would say is another challenge. But I think for the most part, we're doing a really good job of both working from home full time and taking care of Micah. She's definitely going through a clingy, needy stage right now where she just wants to be held and hates the word no and don't touch and stay off. But I think we're definitely um, taking those challenges and working together as a team to take care of her. Yeah. And what's crazy about this is there's absolutely nothing that could have prepared us for this. No, right? not at all. Nobody saw COVID becoming a thing. Uh, you know, the last time that there was a a major pandemic like this, I probably shut the country down. It was really crazy because about the same time that uh, COVID was starting to go crazy in the U.S. was about the same time that, you know, I followed the History Channel on Instagram and they were talking about about the same, I think it was literally the same day that COVID started running crazy in the U.S. was the same day in history uh, when the uh, influenza, when the flu struck the United States for the first time in 1918. And so that's probably like the closest thing that we have in comparison. All you history nerds are probably going to tell me how I'm way off on that and something a lot sooner, <laughs> more recent has happened. But um, yeah, I mean, all that to be said, like there was no way for us to prepare for this. I think, no. you know, it, it was almost like a, a snap of the fingers. We went to bed one night yeah. planning to go into work and do our normal normal routine one day and woke up that next day. And all of a sudden we're in this environment where we're doing our duties as uh, employees to the church or to USADA from the home environment, all while trying to take care of this little girl who I think you said it best. She She's entering into this new season of her life where she is a little bit more clingy. And I think even for her, like I've been thinking about how weird this must be for her because she's used to Tuesday through Thursday going to daycare. Yeah. And then, you know, Mondays and Fridays, I had her because those were my days off. But now every single day, yeah. this little girl who's new to this world is seeing her parents all the time. All the time. Yeah. So, you know, uh, she probably got into this rhythm routine of her own life where, all right, well, I'm going to daycare. I'm going to see, you know, uh, the lady that takes care of me, Samantha. And uh, now all of a sudden she's been in this routine for the past three, four weeks now. Uh, uh, I got mom and dad. So I, I want to hang out with them. I want to do life with them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think that what we had seen prior to this was that she was very much daddy's girl. Yes. Every time that I would walk into the room, <laughs> she would she would look at you and say, all right, mom, dad's here. Deuces. Those uh, are also her first words in the morning when she wakes up. Is dad, dad? Yeah, for sure. But now what we're seeing is like she is way more clingy with yeah, you yeah. during this time. So we're kind of watching this neat little progression. I say neat, but, you know, for her, it this could be a totally traumatizing time for all we know. <laughs> um, but at the same time, it's also, probably also a huge blessing for Micah and something that, you know, I think every parent wishes that they can spend more time with their kids. Um, being the main influencers in our kids' life. Um, and I think that we've been given this opportunity during this time to be that for Micah. And again, it's nothing that we planned. It was nothing that we could have prepared for. 
Um, but you know, as believers, as followers of Jesus, I think that you and I can kind of look at look at this and go, man, with all the chaos that's going on in the world, we can still look at this and see where God yeah. is providing a blessing for us yeah, to definitely. really enjoy this, you know, the end of her first year of this life. So, um, so that being said, what are some, uh, so we talked about some of the, the struggles that you've been facing. What are some of the um, high points, you know, what are some of like the, the cool things that you've experienced during this time of just being able to work from home and hang out with Micah? Yeah, definitely. I've, all, I've gotten to see a lot of her first now that I've been home. Um, she learned how to climb the stairs the other day. Mm -hmm. um, and so I got to witness her climbing the stairs. And so that was also presented another challenge with us because our gate doesn't really work on the stairs. Um, and so it's something that we have to figure out. But I get to experience more things that I probably wouldn't get to when she's at daycare, um, you know, climbing the stairs and taking a bunch of steps, you know, with her little walker toy and trying so many different new foods and just her little personality coming out more and her little rebellious side as well mm -hmm. as she's learning that she does not like the word no or don't touch and just putting up a little fit. So I think experiencing those first um, is kind of a, such a huge blessing for me, being um, able to stay um, at home and work from home and being able to witness that. I think another blessing in all of this is because she's coming up on her, um, you know, her time of not being a baby anymore, um, just to be honest and raw, like I get to wean from breastfeeding um, at home with her mm. and kind of getting to experience, you know, how that all works with dropping sessions and figuring out, all right, instead of, you know, breastfeeding, you're going to get a snack and, you know, trying to get her used to like a new way of life going into the next stage of being a toddler. So I don't think that, um, like Stuart said, like this was totally unexpected. I didn't think I was going to get to be able to um, do all of these things with her being at home. And so now that I get to experience all these things, it's kind of helped me um, grow as a mother and kind of uh, stretch myself as far as learning. All right, you know, this is how I do it. This is how I'm going to teach my daughter to be okay without breastfeeding and, you know, things like that. So I think those are some of the huge blessings that I get to experience while being um, able to work from home with her right now. Yeah, and I think for me, what's been really cool to watch with you and Micah is just watching you as a first-time mom just figure all this out yeah. while still spinning the plates of uh, working and getting your tasks done for USADA and whatnot. And um, I think, you know, uh, and I don't know that I've ever told you this, but I think it's one of the things that I really enjoy the most about you, other than your servant heart, but just you're constantly... Um, investigating things and you're constantly trying to learn how do I do this how do I do that what's the best approach to this and I think any parent you know um, out there would tell us as first-time parents a lot of this is all just a learning curve yeah as it is anyways yeah definitely. Um, you're gonna figure out things that work best for you and your child um, and whatnot but you know I think for me it's been a lot of fun as a you know, a, a nugget of memory that I'll store away that I'm sure we'll come back and talk about when we're old sitting in rocking chairs on a porch someplace, just uh, talking about how, like, you're always doing that. You're always investigating. You're always looking for things. And I think, you know, um, again, focusing in on the time that we're now facing, I don't know that you had been given an opportunity to do that. 
yeah. if you were still going into work every day. Um, and uh, I think that right now we, we're kind of seeing that uh, we are kind of getting those experiences or those opportunities to experience some more of Micah's first. And we're both learning, it, well, how do we do this yeah. better in yeah. this situation? How do we be the best mom and dad we possibly can be in a time where, you know, uh, a crazy virus is going around? And uh, and how do we raise a soon-to-be toddler in an environment like that? So, um, so how are you... Um, Let's see what I want to ask you. So how are you dealing with like some of the, the stressors that you may be facing uh, during this time? Because having to deal with work and uh, take care of Micah, and again, you said that we're tag teaming, but there's still a lot of stressors that are now involved in that that weren't probably there before in your normal everyday life um, because you weren't taking care of a baby while going into work and now you're having to do both. Um, how are you dealing with some of those stressors that you might be facing now? Yeah, I think for the most part, I'm handling them pretty well. Um, when we went into this time of teleworking um, with USADA, you know, I'm not the only parent that's working from home full time with their kids. You know, I have a baby. I know a couple of my other coworkers have babies. Some have their school age children that are home with them and they're having to balance working from home full time as well as homeschooling. Um, you know, virtually right now. And so I'm not the only one that's having to deal with multiple different things and multiple different stressors right now. Um, so it's good to know that um, my work is being a little bit flexible with all of us right now is like, you know, we're not going to be able to focus 100% of our attention for eight hours straight, you know, because our kids want us and we have to make food and do this and do that around the house. And so I think that's one of the um the things that have kind of brought a little bit of peace to me is that I'm not the only one dealing with this. Um, I will say it is a little bit more stressful having to work full time from home and, um, you know, take care of Micah and take care of Stout and having to take him out to go potty and do the dishes and cleaner high chair and the laundry and grocery shop. And, you know, it is trying to find that balance. I keep saying balance over and over again, but it is trying to find that balance of, how to get it all done. I will say though that I feel like I do have more time um, to kind of get things done around the house though. You know, I'm not having to drive to go pick up Micah from daycare, you know, from work or having to drive her all the way home and, you know, trying to scramble to get dinner done. So although I do have stressors of trying to balance, you know, the dishes and taking care of her and working and everything else that falls in between, um, I do have a little bit more time because I'm not having to like physically leave my house to do all these different things as a mom. Whereas I kind of get to stay here and kind of handle all the stressors at once, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And I think what you touched on there is really good for people to hear uh, because, you know, we launched these podcasts the first Monday of every month and uh, knowing that we're now on uh, in April this is April 1 when we're when we are recording. It's actually a really hard tongue twister to say there. It's April Fool's Day. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's crazy to think, you know, like our president, President Trump, just said, I think it was yesterday, that it looks like this thing, you know, the stay-at-home mandate and all that kind of stuff, the quarantine and all that, is going to go until April 30th. Um, so, you know, there's going to be, there could be tons of people that end up listening to this. And 
I think that's exactly what they needed to hear was that there are a lot of people that are dealing with a whole bunch of different stressors right now that they're not used to. Yeah. Um, and then just kind of hearing how you're processing through that, you know, the balance that you kept going back to, I, I think is really good. Um, and just just having that understanding, you know, I think people need to hear like, okay, you're right, I'm, I'm not going through this alone. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if I were to put it into some form of, uh, scripture context pointing back to the Bible there's a passage in first Peter where uh, Peter's talking about the sufferings that uh, the believers in Rome are going through at that time and he's telling them to you know basically take heart because um, our other brothers and sisters uh, in Christ their other brothers and sisters in Christ were going through the same sufferings at this time um, so Peter was trying to you know, encourage his readers, like, you guys aren't the only ones going through this. Yeah. And that that wasn't supposed to be like, a, hey, you guys get over this, stop boohooing. But it was more of a, it's not just you guys. So band up, band together and, and do this together, which at the same time, and in a time of social distancing, it kind of seems maybe a little hard to do life together at this point. Yeah. Um, but again, it's something that I have noticed of you during this time is that you've been reaching out to our friends and other moms and you've been staying in contact with them and just kind of asking questions and you guys have been sharing your victories and laughing at your struggles and all that kind of stuff with each other. Yeah, definitely. We kind of, you know, I've been able to reach out to some moms who I know that are having to work from home in the same situation and trying to find ways to, you know, whether it's homeschool their kids or to keep their attention. (laughs) You know, one of my friends bought like a big ball pit to keep her kids, you know, entertained for X amount of time so she could get some work done. So, yeah, like you said, it's it's been definitely nice to reach out to some other moms to see how they're handling this as well, working full time from home and taking care of their kids. Well, I know one thing that um, I feel the Lord has been teaching me during this time, um, and it's been really cool because I feel like a lot of people have been asking me the same common question. Uh, which has helped me kind of narrow down more as to what I think the Lord is teaching me during this time. But um, I know that family is super important to you. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've, that's been clear as day to me since we met each other. Um, in fact, I think if I remember correctly, the first time I ever met your dad, you invited this guy to your dad's birthday that he had never met before. So all of a sudden the strange dude in your life just shows up to your dad's birthday. And that was a clear indicator to me that family was really, really important to you. Yeah. Um, but one of the things that the Lord's been teaching me uh, during this time is how to be more of the spiritual leader and the spiritual influencer to, uh, to my clan, right? To you and to Micah, because mm-hmm. Again, at 11 months old, there might not be a lot of things that Micah is retaining. Um, you know, she's not going to be sitting there at the age of 21 saying, well, you know, dad, I remember that you taught me at 11 months during the whole current. Like, she's not going to do that. I don't remember how, like, I don't remember what I was doing at 11 months. My parents do, but um, but there's still new rhythms that we're getting to uh, establish right now for our family unit. Um and I think that's just kind of what the Lord's been teaching me during this time is kind of take advantage of the time that um, I didn't normally have to spend with you and to spend with Micah. Because, I mean, um, prior to all this taking place, I think that I was at the church all day on all day Tuesday. So I wasn't getting home until 9 p.m. Um, 
Wednesdays, I was doing uh, half days to kind of make up for some of those hours. But the the last Wednesday of every month, I was there from 8.30 till about 9 o'clock again all day. And then uh, because of just the season that I was in for uh, the church that I'm at right now, um, Thursdays teaching a biblical foundations class um, that had me there all day on Thursday as well. Yeah. So there was, you know, the last week of every month, basically Tuesday through Thursday, I was gone for 12 plus hours a day. Yeah. Uh, not to mention, you know, being gone Saturday evening for service and then being gone, um, you know, a good chunk of the day on Sunday. Whereas now this time has provided me a little bit more, not a little bit, but a lot more time mm-hmm. with my family. Yeah. Um, and I think that's just been the sweet part in all this. That what the Lord's been teaching me is like, hey, now now's the time. Dude, like if you were ever going to establish a new rhythm of, you know, discipling your family and becoming a stronger family unit, now would be the time. And I would even say that I think that the Lord had been prepping you and I for that because uh, beginning in January, you and I started doing um, devotionals with yep. each other yep. uh, through the Version Bible app. And it's become a new routine for us. Yeah. Um, and I think even from there, it's kind of taken us to a, a new level of our spiritual walk and our um, our relationship with the Lord and with each other. Um, but I think that's something that the Lord's been teaching me during this time. It's been really sweet about, you know, hey, let's focus in on this family, our trio, plus our dog Stout, growing closer to the Lord, even though he's, our dog is spawn of <laughs> Satan sometimes. No, he's not. Um, but... But I, I'm just kind of curious, like for you, I know that was a long ramble, but for you during this time, do you feel like the Lord has been teaching you anything during this time um, that you feel has been beneficial maybe to you or to the family unit? Yeah, I think he's definitely teaching me um, one patience. I am so impatient and Stuart can attest to this. I'm impatient about everything. Mm. And I think he's really teaching me patience you know, like if Micah wants cuddles, like I need to stop what I'm doing and give her cuddles. Like if she wants a snack, I need to stop what I'm doing, and give her a snack and just be patient with her um, throughout this time as far as like, all right, she needs me right now. So I need to step away from my work and just know that I can get it done later. And so I think patience is one of the biggest things that I'm learning right now. Um, and like you said, um, I think as a whole for our family, um, I think I'm growing much closer to the Lord during this time. Like I'm trying to get into new rhythms with, with Stuart and with Micah as a family, as far as like every, before every meal, like I always pray with Micah. She may not understand it right now, um, but it's really important for me to instill those values in her as far as like, all right, Micah, before we eat our food, like it's time to pray and thank Jesus for this meal and thank you daddy for cooking it you know as steward's been cooking his breakfast every morning and it's been such a huge help and so i think trying to instill those spiritual values um into micah and as a family and has really been um a, a growth area for me and like Stuart said you know him and i have started doing these bible plans together on the app and um i just love it i think it's really helping me grow my walk with the Lord and grow um, spiritually in, in my prayer life as well. I feel like by teaching Micah, hey, it's time to pray before we eat, it's really helping me to like stop and pray for things, you know, 
Um, you know, one of the things that we've been doing with Micah since she was a baby um, is praying with her every night as well. You know, we read books and we read a Bible story and then we pray. And, you know, during all this crazy time right now, we have our families that are going through crazy things. And so, you know, we have that time that we can pray with Micah for our family. And so I think that this time has just really allowed me to grow in my walk with the Lord um, and just teach me patience with everything that's going on. And if something doesn't get done right away, you know, like the dishes, then that's fine. Like um, it'll get done later on. And, you know, Stuart and I really have worked well together during this time, um, despite all the craziness. So I don't know if that really answers your question as far as how I've been growing spiritually or, you know, whether one of the things that you know, God's been teaching me, but I yeah, know. no, one, another thing as you were talking that I was, uh, reminded of that I feel like is very important to point out what I think is a win for our family during this time, um, that you're doing, cause it has nothing to do with me, but you know, because, um, during this time, all churches, for the most part, are completely shut down, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, a lot of the churches are having to live stream their services and whatnot. So, you know, Saturdays and Sundays, um, I'm still going in, for the most part, my same regular hours with some adjustments here and there. Um, but one thing that I've appreciated that you've taken the lead on with me being um, out of the home on the weekend still you've shared with me where you're still making a priority of doing church yeah. with Micah. Yeah. Um, and again, you guys, you'll probably hear us say, say this a lot, um, but she's, she's not going to remember any of this, Yeah. but you are, you're still establishing a rhythm for her life of this is what we make a priority. Mm -hmm. um, and so you send me these Marco Polo videos, or you'll send me a picture of, um, her standing at one of her little help me to stand tall and walk toys and pastor owls on the TV. And, um, you know, just before putting her down on Saturday night or something like that. So you're, you're still teaching her that this is what we make a priority to. Yeah. And, uh, I think that's sweet, especially during this time too, because man, how many, um, of the people that are going to listen to this that have kids, maybe they haven't built that into their daily routine or their weekly routine or their family routine of making church priority. And they've so been desperately wanting to do that. Yeah. It um, just time flies by. And, and, you know, I say that with no judgment whatsoever because it's true. And there's so many days that um, all of a sudden the end of the day hits. I'm like, man, did I even accomplish any of the stuff that I wanted to do? The week flies by, the month flies by. And I'm like, man, what did I actually get accomplished? of uh of the things that i wanted to get done and and i think for a lot of families church can be that way sometimes yeah that you know the weekend comes and goes and it's like man this was the weekend that i really wanted our family to start going to church and, and we still didn't do it um but i would i want to say kudos to you first of all for keeping that as a priority even without me being here to yeah. do that you've yeah. made that the priority but i just want to encourage our listeners that um during this time, man, if you have been trying to establish that new rhythm, that new routine of this is going to be a family that, you know, uh, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord and we're going to go to church. And, and, you know, these are going to be the things that we're known for. I would highly encourage, like, make this time the time that you do 
uh, start prioritizing that within your family. Because I think right now it's easier more than ever to start establishing that rhythm for your life just because everything is live streamed and everything is either pre-recorded or it's going to be recorded for you to watch later. And church to your kids right now in this time is going to be at home. And it's crazy. It's crazy to think yeah. of that. But church right now for your kids, if you've never gone to church, church for your kids right now is home, which means that right now is the time for you to be the spiritual influencer and the spiritual leader dads uh, to uh, your kids. And if you're a single mom, now is the time for you to be the spiritual leader to your kid during this time. Because what they're learning uh, at this time right now that church is, is what you as a family unit are watching on TV or on your computer. Yeah. And I don't think that, you know, a lot of people think that you have to be in a church building to worship God and to pray and to learn about his word. You know, during this time, like Stuart said, there's so many churches that are live streaming and recording their messages. And um, for me, I've never felt like church needs to be in an actual church building. Um, I have really loved this opportunity to be able to watch church at home with my daughter. You know, we watch the entire service. You know, we go through the worship and the prayer time and get to learn about um, God and his word. And even, you know, I sing worship songs and Mike kind of just looks at me like, what are you doing? But, <laughs> you know, one day she's going to understand, you know, what this is all about. And I would just encourage those out there that like, like Stuart said, like, you don't have to go to a physical church to spend time in the word um, during this time. You know, there's so many opportunities out there right now and more people are um, watching church online and, you know, mm -hmm. being in being, um, what am I trying to say? Um, being involved more um, in ministry as far as like, you know, virtual Zooms of their life groups and everything. And I think it's really important to instill these values in your children right now as far as like, if this is what church looks like right now, that's totally fine. Like, if you don't have a church home right now, that's totally fine. Like, there's so many churches out there that you can watch right now and to kind of, you know, get to know the Lord more. So. Yeah, for sure. Well, you have now been working from home for three weeks, four weeks? Three weeks, I think. Okay. Um, and again, you know, I, I've established this podcast and I felt the Lord lead for me to make this whole podcast about people pursuing their passion and, and their purpose and whatnot. And you know, I started off by saying that it's been a, a passion of yours to get to the point where you can work from home. And I know that you love what you do working for USADA. Um, I always tell people that my wife is so much cooler than me because you work uh, in the UFC department yeah. of USADA. <laughs> uh, and you and I are both huge UFC fans. So, yeah. you know, for somebody who's listening, is like, well, I don't like the UFC. Well, we do. That's what makes her cooler than <laughs> me, right? So deal with it. Um, but... You know, all this time knowing that, uh, I mean, you just got off of a phone call with your work earlier today where they are already projecting that this quarantine and stay at home, uh, working from home thing is going to be, you know, obviously a lot longer. Would you say that during this time, it's been more of the Lord affirming that this is the, the direction that you eventually want life to take that, you know, not necessarily working from home, but, you know being that stay-at-home stay mom? 
Yeah, I think so. I mean, like Sue said, it is a passion of mine to eventually be a stay-at-home mom, whether that's me not working at all or trying to, you know, bring in some income through another uh, form. Um, I would say that I do feel like this is what God is calling or is called upon me. I don't know if I said that right, but I feel like, um, you know, it does present its challenges right now being at home all the time. So having to be around Micah 24-7 and Stuart 24-7, it is um, a challenge with not being able to really go outside or go to the park or meet with friends. And so I think um, right now during this time, especially knowing that it may be another um, month of working from home full time and taking care of Micah, um, it's definitely giving me a glimpse of what it, you know, what it could look like of being um, at home all the time with Micah and our future kids. You know, I think that once this quarantine is over, obviously you can go out and do more activities and go on hikes and meet other kids and have play dates and do, you know, so many other things like meet daddy for lunch and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. so I think that um, eventually, whenever I do get the opportunity to, you know, be at home, you know, full time with Micah and our future kids, I think that it will be a huge blessing. Um, there will still be challenges. You know, I'll be at home by myself without Stuart, mm-hmm. um, you know, when he's not, ha- doesn't have his days off. But I think this is giving me a glimpse of, you know, what it would look like um, if I were to be at home. Yeah. Well, all that being said, as we're bringing this thing to a conclusion, what would be one word of encouragement or what what's some kind of encouragement that you would give to uh, the working from home parents right now? Yeah, I would say um, first have patience right now um, with your spouse. If your spouse is also working at home from you, there may be a lot of butting heads and, well, I need to get my work done or I need to get my work done and no, the kid needs this, the kid needs that. And so I think just having patience with one another and patience with your kids is one piece, one um, encouragement that I'd like to give you. Also, I would really take advantage of this time and just um, count your blessings and just make memories with your spouse if your spouse is home with you and make memories with your kids. You know, they may be driving you nuts all day long, you know, wanting to eat snacks and wanting to just not do schoolwork or watch TV and just scream at you and annoy you. And I would just really say to just, you know, take this time to enjoy the memories that you're building with them. Like I mentioned earlier, like, I get to witness a lot of firsts with Micah right now and get to kind of help her transition from being a baby to moving into that toddler um, time in her life. And so first have patience and definitely um, just make memories with your kids, um, instill values in them and just teach them and help them grow and learn um, during this time. Yeah, that's sweet. I think my encouragement for everybody would just be, be okay with trying something new. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, as Melissa mentioned earlier, I've kind of made it uh, a priority on my end to be the one that cooks breakfast every morning. Um, and for those of you that know me, I've turned into this major health nut. Like I'm super conscious and aware of what it is that I'm putting into my body all the time now. So prior to all this going down, my breakfast every single morning was a bowl of oatmeal with fruit. Um, my next meal was like overnight oats with 
fruit. So basically the same thing that I had for breakfast, you know, as my snack. Um, But, you know, now I'm in this position where I get to cook for my family um, every single morning. And I've been totally okay with, okay, this is not the normal routine. And that's totally okay. So we've been, you know, I, I look at Melissa at night and I say, all right, so what do you want for breakfast tomorrow? You know, do we do waffles? Do we do pancakes? Do we do French toast? Do we do omelets? You know, what is it that you want? And just being okay with um, things being a little out, out of sync, out of the norm. Um, but, you know, going back to what we were talking about earlier, my other encouragement right now would be, you know, when you read through the Bible, you see a lot of um, a lot of emphasis on the family unit. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you see, even in the book of Proverbs, it's Solomon passing down wisdom to his kids. Uh, in the book of Deuteronomy, there's this huge, huge focus um, on when it comes to the fest- the festivals that the Israelites were doing, you know, especially Passover. Uh, it was a family unit thing. You, you did these festivals as a huge family unit with the youngest of the kids sitting with the oldest patriarch member and the patriarch just sharing and passing down wisdom and history of the family and why why it is that we do the things that we do and you just see like this huge importance um of family when it comes to what god's design was i mean for crying out loud one of the first commands that god ever gave was to adam and eve and he said be fruitful and multiply (laughs) so you know the family unit has always been uh on the heart of God. And I think right now, again, you can look at the chaos that's going around, uh, going around us right now. But if you, uh, if you hold on to the hope that Melissa and I do, that Jesus is still sitting on his throne, he is still King Jesus. He is still Lord Jesus. He is still in control of everything else. Then you can look at this um, pandemic that's going on and you can see where God is providing you and us the opportunity to really invest more into our families um, and and make the most making some sweet sweet memories and uh, just helping providing us the opportunity to make the the family unit stronger so i would just encourage you guys to look for those opportunities Um, you know you might listen to this and you're far off from having kids right now maybe you're still single ready to mingle and all that kind of stuff but man i i even pray that when life does get back to normal, whatever that means, um, that, man, I just pray that this time uh, with Melissa and I through this podcast episode, maybe even provides you a little bit of insight of what you're looking forward to um, with your future family and what things are you going to prioritize? Um, you know, this is where I start rambling and I'm, and I'm not going to, I promise, but uh, I've taught for the longest time that one of Satan's greatest tools uh, against us is our calendar. The busier that he can make us with our job responsibilities, the kids' um, extracurricular activities, baseball, dance, basketball, you know, band, orchestra, all those kinds of things, the busier that Satan can make us, the less time that we're making for the family and the less time that we're making for God. And yet right now during this time, God has provided all of us an opportunity of, I would say, one rest, but an open schedule, a freed up calendar for you to make those memories with your family and to become stronger. So 
that would be my encouragement to you all is just take advantage of this time and try to see it as a blessing and not so much of a curse that the rest of the world would be trying to put down on you. Yeah, so, yeah, it's good. Well, guys, as always, thanks for tuning in to the stew on this podcast. Babe, thank you for... Thank you for having me. It was great to just converse with you about the, all of this, this crazy, crazy stuff going on. Yeah, I'm sure that you probably just learned a lot more of what I'm thinking about you and vice versa during this time. Yeah, so, definitely. Definitely a good conversation. So husbands, wives, talk to each other. Let them, let the other one know what you're thinking about them, how they're being uh, successful during this time because they need to hear it. So we love you guys. We're praying for you during this time. And we're, I'm looking forward to the next episode of the Steel on this podcast. And I'll catch you guys later. Thank you for listening to the Stew on This podcast. If you have enjoyed this episode and would like to hear more, we encourage you to subscribe to this podcast for future episodes. Thank you again for listening and God bless.